folks uh, i saw a video um, uh, where <coughs> a police uh, man was taking a kid a small kid maybe around 8 or 10 years old um, and he was uh, going around mecca and then went and kissed the uh, black uh, stone hijriya swat and in the background the muse, music and the statement was that dekho allah ne is bacche ki dua kabool kar li aur isko hajr-e-aswad par bosa dene ki saadat hasil hui i mean this absolute bullshit is the real hallmark of these islamists who claim absolute nonsense claims to say that oh hajr-e-aswad is very important and allah is inviting people mm, there is no such thing as allah inviting all the corrupts of the muslim world they come to mecca and they are allowed to pray inside like we had this new chief of army staff and in the back of it was mohsin naqvi the caretaker chief minister of punjab who is defying pakistan constitution who is defying uh, the court orders and is not announcing the date of the election required by constitution and zardari uh, said he is my son and wasrif says says he is the he is my son and all that nonsense and this badmash this crooked this harami this bastard is defying every law of the country he changed the bureaucracy to support nawaz league and people's party and ultimately the supreme court had to tell him you cannot make these appointments or you cannot fire this guy there is one guy i believe his name was dogger who was fired by internationally all over the world whenever a caretaker government takes over they don't do any appointments they do not remove anybody their job is to establish peace and let the election happen within 90 days that is what the constitution of the country uh, is has asked and demands but this mullah group they will make nonsense stupid claims about allah inviting people oh ye to bade naseeb ki baat hai ki ye allah maine usko bulaya hai and the mullah who takes these people these hajis to saudi arabia he says you know allah has invited you and if you see any hardship or any uh, misbehavior from saudis ignore it because Allah want your prayers to be accepted and you will be like a new born. I mean this is unbelievable that a ritual which you have to do by spending millions is said to have been the message of Allah and you will be like new born. I mean how in the world us a guy who has killed hundreds and thousands of people like this military journals how could they be newborn 
and there was an article few many years back when Fazal Haq, who was the friend of Zaul Haq, when he overthrew Bhutto and hanged him, he after the Hajj, he was his family was with Zaul's family, and <coughs> excuse me, and he said to Zaul's wife, "Bhabi, I'm born again." That means all my badmashis and sins have been forgiven and now I am like a new born be- uh, uh, baby. Is that what religion of Islam is? Apparently it is. Because it is only for rich and corrupts to who are allowed to go inside the uh, Mecca which is a totally fake building. I mean nobody sees the fact that Mecca inside is has a three pillars, while the God who supposedly made the whole earth and universe said that I have put four imaginary pillars to hold this earth and you can't see it. But his own house, <coughs> our own fake house, is has to have three pillars and God has no power to sustain that 120 square yard building without pillars. I mean, I really feel pity about Pakistanis who waste millions and billions every year to go to that useless place, bankrupt their country, and then think that Allah has given them, uh, has has given salvation of all their sins, all their badmashis, nonsense and this is the fact that every haji who goes there particularly from Pakistan is a smuggler because he buys uh, hundreds and thousands of uh, gift items from Saudi markets who are flourishing day and night and Mecca has turned into a business cosmopolitan city and then they sell it they get it through customs and if the customer asks any questions, they make big noises. Oh, we are hajis, we are men of Allah. And how could you stop our item? This is for gift and all that nonsense. And ultimately, they sell it in the black market and make millions and cover the cost of the hajis. And again, plan next year. 99% of hajis from Pakistan, they are crooks, they are tax evaders, and they are smugglers. There is no doubt about that. Many custom people have told it openly that what kind of nonsense is this? That we are losing billions in taxes and these hajis, these smugglers are making big money. They bring watches, electronic items, this item, cell phones, computers, you name it and then they make three times the money they spent on Hajj. But the country loses big time. And then, and now the Saudis, being a complete uh, businessman, they have now started the Hajj reservation online. That means the the Muslims, particularly the Pakistanis, in Western countries and Europe, almost 10 million of them will be reserving their seats and hotels online 
and then waste billions. No one, not even a single Pakistani, has ever researched that the Mecca is totally fake. Every claim about Mecca is totally fake. And Abraham never went to Mecca. You can check with any Jews whose father is actually Abraham. And uh, the Pakistanis, they give, say, Drood, then at least 10 times a day to the family of Abraham, which is Jew, Israel. But then at the same time, they hate it. The, the whole life travel of Abraham is well documented. You can see it online. And you can see that he traveled from a place in Iraq called Ur and went through, throughout the Mesopotamia area, which is Iraq, Syria, part of Turkey, Jordan, and went to Egypt. And in Egypt, he was kept very nicely by Pharaoh, by Pharaohs, whoever the Pharaoh was at that time. And then after many years when he left, they gave him tons of gifts and then uh, gave their blessing. And then he came to Palestine and said, okay, this is the land which God came to my dream and said the promised land. So this is the land which is our land and we will be here forever. And that's what the Jews were basically. Some of the Jews moved here and there, but the Abraham and his family, they always stayed. There's a place called Canaan. That was the headquarters. So even if Abraham stayed in Canaan, and if he made a mosque, which will be like a Jewish uh, prayers place, it has to be in Palestine. It cannot be in Mecca, a desert. Nobody knows about it. The first uh, information in history about Mecca is when a European traveler passed by that area and said, this is a, this is a place people are praying uh, to a black stone. And in Arabia, there are many people have different stones. Some have red stone, some have white stone, and they pray around that. And in Mecca, the majority or the ruler of Mecca, they are Christians. This is a tribe from Yemen who controls Mecca. There was no uh, Muslim back then. Anyway, the Muslims were not there, but that is the information which is in 200 AD. So there is no way that any family of Abraham could ever have come to Mecca. That is why the Muhammad and his associates, they made up a story that he is from the family of Ismail. And if you look into the genealogy of Abraham, there is no mention of Mecca or Muhammad. But if you look into the genealogy of uh, Muhammad, you will see that uh, direct from Ibrahim, it comes to Ismail and then from Ismail down to the people who were in Mecca. There is no description, no mention of what happened for 3,000 years because Abraham was about 1800 BC and Islam came 
about 500 so more than 2300 years there is no information in Jewish history or Christian history and this all made up story was made by Muhammad and his associates of course whoever actually supported him in his preaching that we have to do this so that we can have some kind of authentication that is exactly the whole story of Mecca is if you look into the Mecca of the uh, hundred years you can see online that it was a very uh, poor place even the building was not properly erected and the uh, place where they throw a stone against the devil was so poorly made like a small well now all those are exorbitantly created with a mammoth construction turning it into a business metropolis and the the devil where the uh, Muslims say that uh, Muhammad threw seven stones, seven small stones to hurt the devil because there is a devil story in uh, Quran and then now those devil stones are at least 20 feet high made of concrete and all these pebbles are brought in every Hajj time and spread over the place called Musdalfa. Everywhere they spread it because Muslims they are told that you have to collect those pebbles from here and then you will go and hit those pebbles and uh, that will complete your uh, your Hajj and then you will come back and do a slaughter and then remove your hairs and pray and all that. There is no mention of any such ritual in Jewish tradition or Jewish literature. This is all made up. That is why Saudis are selling Mecca to the corrupts and poors. Every corrupt of the Muslim country, and there are 55 of them, whenever those corrupts and leaders come, Mecca door opens. As if even Allah is scared of those. And they have to, Allah has to support the bribe which Saudis are giving to every corrupt and powerful like this new chief of army staff and before that General Bajwa and before that Musharraf and before that uh, Ziaul Haq and all that nonsense all these corrupt journals of Pakistan who have literally destroyed a country supposed to be reasonably good supposed to be the leader of the Muslim world but now it is acting as a Arab dog is about to get uh, totally bankrupted and annihilated and why? because the Saudis they bribed these corrupts when came back he said oh I cried in Mecca I read it like 30 years ago that one guy uh, I think his name is Tiaq Hussain and he was the editor of uh, Rajasth a pro uh, Zia monthly magazine he said I have seen Zia clutching to the Mecca cloth the cover and crying like hell really Zia was crying like hell because he has done so many bad things in his life including the killing of his of the guy who made him chief of army staff 
Of course he has to cry. And that is all he did to prove that Zia is a very honest leader and should be our leader. There are so many corrupt writers in Pakistan. And the reason why they are corrupt because they know that if they don't do corruption, if they don't write in favor of military, they cannot make any money. So all these journalists, they're called envelope journalists, Ifafa journalists. They get regular payments from ISI and regular payments from other establishments and then they make good money. And the people who don't, they are put to jail. Many like uh, Asha Sharif are killed in cold blood and nobody can do anything. Even Supreme Court is not happy with the investigation on Arsha Sharif, which has been totally corrupted by this PDM government and of course ISI and other thug organizations. They call themselves intelligence agencies. These intelligence agencies have no intelligence because if you have intelligence, honesty comes with it. You cannot be intelligent and be dishonest. First of all, no interpass, second-class interpass, can be an intelligent person. He could be a good worker, he could be good uh, uh, iron smith, could be good wood-making uh, expert, but he cannot be an, a man of intelligence, because if he had intelligence, if he had brain, he would pass intermediate with at least first class. And unfortunately, all these inter second and third class interpass journals, they are the one who control Pakistan from A to Z and consider themselves above the law. They are not answerable to anyone. They break constitution every day. Their family breaks constitution every day. They break laws every day. They humiliate Pakistanis. And now the nation knows what their true color is. And I can see when these people retire, they'll be humiliated like Bajwa is humiliated. If the Bajwa goes in Pakistani public, he will be thrown stones, tomatoes, eggs, you name it. The country hates him so much. And Imran Khan said it so right. <coughs> when Bajwa said that we have files on all of your people. And Imran Khan says, I told him, is this your job? I mean, is this why the nation is paying you so much? Then you will make files, you will make videos, you will record audios to blackmail us. But this guy, Bajwa, has no shame. None of the Pakistani journal, as a matter of fact, if you look at their faces, they are they have no shame at all. They look like crooks. They look like uh, the villain of Pakistan, and they are. And the guy who is asking that they come to under constitutional uh, jurisdiction and they should be answerable by in the court of law is being humiliated, is being planned to kill, and all kind of nonsense stories and uh, audios and uh, videos 
are being put in the public but the Pakistani people they have now seen their true ugly face and they will Imran Khan's reputation will not be affected and I am sure that pretty soon they will be booked under criminal laws war crimes in the world crime market I mean the world court or in Pakistani Supreme Court if the judges of Supreme Court have any balls and many of them apparently they don't have it they are taking orders from the ISI and then making decisions and this is what Anwar Masood also said that a country where judges have to wait for the orders to make decisions there is no hope and this is what is happening I mean compare this to India where the judiciary is independent where the military does his work where administration does his work where legislation does his work and nobody controls anybody every institution is independent you cannot mess with Indian police even if you are a minister or you are a member of parliament or whatever if he finds you doing crime he will catch you and put you in jail and put you in front of the court this is what the justice is called this is how the justice is done Indians followed the British ideology of keeping all the government sections independent courts independent professional army legislature independent administration independent and there is a watchful eye of press and journalism on their head it is like a fifth pillar of a state where the GHQ thugs and ISI gangsters they kill journalists they pick them in the middle of the night and humiliate them in front of their kids this is not the Pakistan uh, Kaidazam made or the people of Pakistan made this is a na Pakistan this is a poisoned Pakistan this is a dangerous Pakistan for the world community and it is time the world community wakes up and get rid of this country get rid of GSQ and make them run I'm sure some planning is being done because the country has never been so weak ever and many superpowers will like Pakistan to be history so that the major turmoil which can be created by these GHQ thugs can be avoided there is no question that they will sell the military armaments the nuclear armaments they will sell it to highest bidder and they may be already negotiating with somebody this cannot be tolerated this should not happen these thugs have to be caught and put in jail and their keys thrown out few days back Imran Khan also requested the president which that he, sh he demands that Bajwa be interrogated Bajwa be investigated how in the world that one man so corrupt can destroy 
a normally running country can destroy its economy, can destroy its culture, can destroy its future. It is unbelievable and this is no way Pakistan can come back <coughs> safely from this tragedy, from this crisis. There is no way. Even if Imran Khan comes back, it will be hard for him to establish an economy which is self-sustainable. And if he go and asks for help from China or Saudi Arabia and UAE, he is not going to get that much. He will get some crumbs because they think Pakistanis are dogs and dogs can only be fed this much. When, he, when uh, Shabazz Sharif went there, he said, oh, we are going to invest a lot. When this uh, killer uh, uh, prince of Saudi Arabia came to Pakistan, he said, oh, he's going to invest 20 billion and the Aramco is going to invest not even a single penny ever came. But he did go to India and invested there. They are together doing pharmacies, all terminals, and whatever helps both the countries is being done. Money is flowing easily, and there is no way that those projects will ever be stopped. Because Saudis and Arabs as a whole have given up on Pakistan. They think that it is a pain in the butt and must be removed. They don't care what happens to the 220 million Muslims because no one will actually take them over. Even if Pakistan is history and Pakistan's nuclear weapons are in safe hands, there is no way any country will take over 220 million. A major chaos will definitely happen. A civil war will definitely happen. And Imran Khan, with all his sincere heart, will be unable to establish this company, this country back to normalcy. Because the expatriates who were sending $30 billion during the time of Imran Khan are down to $25 billion. Exports are down more than $8 billion down. And the future is totally bleak. Manufacturing is down 15%. Agriculture is down 30% because of the flood and because of the economy. And this country has become a trading company, country where they, it does not produce anything. Not enough agriculture, not enough industries, not even enough clothing because the cotton production is also less than 30% this year. So all these shortages, there is no way Imran Khan can do anything. The country has to go down. And the main reason I have said many times is the GSQ and the mullahs and the shit of religion which they have forced on the nation because in under this religion you cannot have a self-sustaining economy you cannot have an economy which creates jobs you cannot have an economy which make people rich which bring investment which bring science development nothing 
because these thugs they are so crooked and so cruel that even if a family has a party and some girls are dancing they send their gundas and disturb that and beat the people how dare you you have women dancing in pakistan this is how low life these people are and as i have said many times that the modern world can only sustain and progress when you have secular system you have respect of women you love your minorities you love foreigners and you give them respect and show your hospital hospitality which indian subcontinent has been famous for thousands of years that is why so many communities have come here live peacefully and progress and at the same time have contributed in the progress of the majority of the people i mean as i said many time the minorities in india they are most prosperous they are more entrepreneurial they are more intellectual and they excel in every thing in india and even the world that is why they have created a culture of learning and culture of humbleness if you see any indian you will see him humble he may be phd but you won't know it only if he can tell you that he has done two phds but in pakistan we have the crook interpass idiots who don't know what education is who don't know what intelligence is who don't know what the minority rights are or the women rights are they only care about their corruption their money and their family and you will see that they give every right to their family their family members they can marry normal friends their family members can drink and majority of the pakistani journals they are drunkards they drink everybody from the officers grade drinks and get drunk and then make stupid statement like bajwa used to do or make stupid policies and actions which can only hurt the country they have last 70 years they have not done a single thing even during the time of mushara when he surrendered to american challenge and the money was coming in it was not being spent properly it was not being invested properly if the investment from america has come for the poor of the people it will make some positive but all american money all american dollars went in the account of the rich and corrupt now it is not american responsibility to look where the money is going it is responsibility of the government and at that time it was pervez musharraf and he did not look seriously where this money is going or the investment which is coming is really coming or not he was only interested to enforce his power and enjoy his life even his family like mother and wife and all they were having fun they were partying and they were laughing while the country was crying over 100000 people died during the time of musharraf and he couldn't do that anything about it 
Nobody knows what the family of those hundred thousand people were treated how. Because everything says, oh, ye shaheed ho And when somebody is shaheed, he's not dead, he's alive. This stupidity of 7th century, uh, the GSQ journals are still using. When the policemen in Peshawar killed, they said, shaheed ho And when the people in uh, Karachi killed, they shaheed ho And the people who were killed by police or rangers, they have gone to hell and our people have gone to Jannah. This is how the system of Pakistan is running, distributing Jannah and sending to hell without knowing the real cause. If you look at the faces of those terrorists who uh, blew himself in Peshawar or killed people in Karachi, you will see that these are very poor people. You call them terrorists, they are terrorists not by choice. They are being used by their leaders. The mullahs who give them training, put suicide belt, are the terrorists. These people in most cases, they are very depressed. They are giving some money for their family, like these Palestinians used to do in uh, Israel when they will give $50,000 to a boy and the boy being depressed because he was molested and he was hurt in Madarsa, they, he said, oh, your life is over. Now you can make your life hereafter and you can, you can give a lot of money to your family. That is why every suicide bomber in Palestine his family made double story house and there was an organization here in Houston whose people are now in jail who were sending monthly stipend to those suicide, suicide bombers his name was Holy Land Foundation Holy Land my foot there is no such thing as Holy Land every land is holy because there is no unholy land in this planet so all this religious claim that this is a holy land is bitter nonsense and those people, they are using this holiness to fool <coughs> other Muslims. Palestinians, they have made a lot of money on Palestine. As a matter of fact, they have become millionaire in US. And the most educated among uh, Arab nations in Saudi in USA are Palestinians. No other Arab country is richer than Palestinians. But they don't want to make peace with Israel because this issue is making them money. Palestinian leaders are the most corrupt. Yasser Arafat is supposed to have like $400 million uh, assets. I don't know how much this Mahmoud Abbas has. But I do hate him because he don't respect Pakistan or Pakistanis. And the people, I mean, the, in, in Pakistan, there are no intellectuals who are allowed to talk, allowed to speak their mind. And this corrupt GSQ journals and the politicians, they have no idea how much the Pakistani nation has been humiliated by these Arabs. Even Palestine, just a 2 million people, they humiliate 220 million Pakistanis. 
as and when they want. And they have no shame and cannot say a word to them. Saudis, about used to be 11 million, but about 20 million. They beat the hell out of Pakistanis in Saudi Arabia. While the Pakistanis are wasting over 5 to 6 billion dollars in this Hajj and Umrah shit. Which is a crime against the poor of Pakistan. But unfortunately, we have a Pakistan where religion is more important and the human rights are not at all important. Democracy, not important. Constitution, not important. Laws of the land, not important. All the corrupts will go to Mecca, will pray inside the Mecca building and they say, oh, now we are the, they are the best, blessed one and then come back and act, act like Mohsen Nakvi or this uh, half is uh, uh, chief of army staff. The continuation of the previous cuts. Think about it, folks. God bless.